0: Welcome to Stat, I'm telling you all, medical true crime stories, and it gets bizarre, Karen Wickiam, yeah she used to work in ER, and now she's sharing the knowledge, so let's get involved, funny and scary at the same time, medical mysteries, all facts, she ain't lying, (laughs) so tune in to Stat, if you dare, cause crazy things can happen anytime, anywhere, (laughs) yeah. Hello, 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 everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome to Stats, Shocking Traumas and Treatments. And I am your host, Karen Wiggy. I'm coming to you from beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Well, it's been a while. It has been. We've been busy. Well. Well, yeah. It's been a rough month. And let's just get this out of the way to explain. First of all, Mary... I hope it's okay uh, to say uh, lost her mom. Mm, Of course. Guys are fam too. Fam from afar. Yeah. um, So that was, you know, going through all of that. um, She lost her battle to ovarian cancer. And uh, yeah, uh, I already said I'm going to talk in the future about uh, gender specific cancers and, and diseases. I think it's always good to educate So we can take this opportunity to educate and i'm going to dedicate this let's dedicate this episode to your mom oh thank you mama
1: ruth thank you i just want to say thank you for all the supportive messages on facebook and just the shout outs uh you know direct messages and stuff that a few people sent and stuff so i just wanted to thank everybody um my mom had a great life and um you know, she, we're just so grateful to hospice care. It's, uh, I wish more people knew about hospice care and understood it. it's, it's there, it's free, it's for you to end your life with dignity and surrounded by loved ones. And I'm just so grateful for all of the staff and volunteers at Innis Freehouse in Kitchener. And uh, they're amazing. They're angels on earth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't, you know, they are incredible people. Um. Also, Mary and I, a couple days after her uh, funeral, ended up getting the Norwalk virus. Oh, God. Which was... Horrible. Oh, my God. There was no Norwalking through us. There was mm-hmm. a Nor s- speed run through us. I honestly think, aside from when I had um, the ischemic bowel... That is the sickest I've ever felt. In my it was life.
1: horrible. That's horrible.
0: Oh my god, it was it was bad. It's a bad GI um, bug. It's oh. knocked us on our asses. Absolutely, and like I'm, I don't like going to the hospital, but I was like, Mary looked at me. My lips were white. Like I was as pale. I thought I was gonna face plant, and um, and I'm like call an ambulance, which is not like me. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get treated in the hospital. That I just it, it's uh, anyway. Um, I hope none of you ever get it. Um, I also like. I lost my voice for a week and a half.
1: Yeah, I didn't get that for some reason. I mean, I don't seem to affect you differently, slightly than I me. I,
0: I puked eighteen hours straight.
1: Well, that's true. You did. You did do lots of vomiting.
0: <laughs> and my ribs were. Oh. Anyway, enough of this. The sad story. So you know, it's 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 been a, a rough month. And uh, oh, and then. Thanks and, for hanging in. Yeah, and we wanted you know, spend some time with our, our families over the holidays, but uh, decided to do um, a New Year's Eve episode instead. Now, I was initially thinking, let's do a countdown episode, but I didn't know what to count down. <laughs> What do I count down? It's not like there was great
1: things happening in 2021 or 2020. Yeah, I was
0: pulling my hair out. going. Well, there were
1: great, great things, but, you know, yeah. we've been pretty beaten down by COVID. So,
0: yeah, um, we have 16,000 new cases in uh, Ontario today. Oh, gosh. Way to go, Ontario. What's that song? Good things grow in Ontario. Yes, Omicron grows very fast <sighs> and very Um, robustly yeah yeah that's a really lame um song for Ontario um (laughs) anyway let's let's get to what we're gonna do I decided let's do something fun and I wanted to do some serial killer trivia so let's do that all right now of course Mary is going in you know with a blind react on this and also I'm curious to see how many she'll get right because I don't think you would have gotten really any of these right um, prior to us being together. <laughs> You've tainted me. Yeah. Um, I hate that word.
1: <laughs> Taint. Um, Erica. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, how's Erica doing?
0: Uh she's she's doing well. You okay. know. Um, she ended up uh, with the vid. Um. Because uh, now she's working for the TTC and mm. people are filthy and uh, but thank well goodness, it's public transit so you know yeah but people are just gross and uh, mm. thank goodness she was vaccinated of course she was and uh, so she didn't get hit too hard so yeah thoughts and love to our buddy our Urca. bud our sister from another Mister Irka so anyway I decided to do this um, this serial killer trivia now there's 30 questions or points to be made here and i it starts off easy and it will be totally easy for you um true crime junkies um and it starts to get more difficult which is not me (laughs) so i want to i want you guys to be honest and if you're on the facebook page or whatever tell me how many you got right now be honest be honest be as honest as serial killers are. It's, like, no. it's
1: like a listen along uh listen along quiz. It's
0: informative and well I guess it's and interesting. Okay. Number one. What country has the most serial killers?
1: Eh I'll buzz in. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna guess it's the United
0: States. It is. <laughs> the second most serial killers, the country is England. I was gonna say probably the UK, just
1: based on population and stuff.
0: Yeah, and but it is a huge difference. The US has twenty times more serial (laughs) killers than England. (laughs) Okay, so that one let's that's a warm up. It's getting easier. Is there like a per capita one? Like Uh yeah, there was lots of stats. Uh the most recent one um, I uh, I was reading from 2000 and sorry, like 1950 to 2016 was something like 3500 serial killers in the U.S. versus like 80 or 90 now it's the, in the U.K. But don't don't get get me hold me to that. Okay, um, but serial killers is what? How many people do they have to? What's the definition? Well, it it, it changes um, or it and that doesn't change. It depends on who you're referencing the the FBI was sort of like um, two or more. Okay. But in my opinion, I'm like, I'm thinking three or more. But there are some people that have that that's the, you know, the, the opinion of, of for them is three or more. The FBI is two or more. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. What's the most common method of murder in serial killings? Mm -hmm. Well, the thing that popped in my head first was strangulation. Eh. Eh, okay. The most common method is by gun. But if you think about, like, mafia and, like, gangs and, you know, Hmm. um, mass killings and stuff like that, I think... um, you know, that, that's where Wait, I'm thinking Wait, is seeing
1: that it. Is how serial killer kills or how yeah. most murder killers? Serial killers.
0: Really? That's surprises like think, me. I don't know. I think of something like the DC sniper where they went and just were picking people off. Um But yeah, because when we think of serial killer, often we think about these ones that are big in the news. But if you think about like mafia hitmen or women, they go out and they kill like the Iceman back in the g uh 70s and 80s. I mean, this guy he was just picking people off all the time. Um, and he was, he didn't always use a gun. He liked using poison quite a bit. But the point is, is that we don't, I don't think we, at least I don't really think about, or how, ha- like, you know, in the past hadn't thought about all these other, you know, mass or murders or serial killings um, by just, not by just, but by, by everyday criminals that, you know what I'm saying? They're not everyday criminals. I don't, What I'm saying is there's a lot of serial killers that go out and kill people with two or more people with their gun and they're not always front in the news because they're not as, you know, sexy quote unquote to, for, um, you know, if it, if it bleeds, it leads kind of deal. So let's go through the list of the most common methods. Gun, strangulation, stabbing, bludgeoning, poisoning, axing, drowning, smothering burning, forced overdose, and run over by a vehicle.
1: Okay. <laughs> well I was close. strangulation <laughs> was number two. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, who is your what is your typical serial killer? If you were to say draw a picture of who the ser- the typical serial killer looks like, it would be. You
1: Elmer Fudd? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Um, you want like a picture or like a
0: demographic? No, 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 a demographic.
1: Oh, okay. White male, like mid to late thirties, forties.
0: Okay, well, we'll leave it at white male. Okay. Ninety percent of serial killers are white men. Yeah. Yep. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> yes. Now, women serial killers make up 17%. Now, that doesn't make any sense cuz 90% white male, but I think what they're saying is murders that women commit, 17% of those are serial killings. Like Eileen Warnos. Okay? Um number 5. Are serial killers legally insane? No. That's right. They're not. Most no what they're doing. Their brain isn't working right, obviously, but they know what they're doing. They know the difference between right and wrong. And it, there's, it's rare to have a successful insanity defense. It, it almost never happens. Um, but, uh, for an example that it, where it did work or where it did, um, uh, get, uh, decided was with Ed Gein, he was clearly insane. Yeah. I think of Andrea Yates, too. Like, this woman was, you know, postpartum psychosis. 100%. Again, not justifying any of the horrible things that happened. But if someone was insane at the time, I believe she was an example of someone that was. But Ed Gein, 100%, for sure, was off his rocker. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think everybody that listens to the show would know who Ed Gein is. He's the guy that, uh, you know, was making a... A woman's suit. A woman's suit from skin and... Had, <laughs> Silence of the lips. <laughs> yeah, he had, uh, you know, um, lamp shades and made from yeah, human skin. He had something. a nipple belt. Ugh, I think my know.
1: breakfast is coming back up. Oh, don't but, be uh, no, but Here's my question. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what it's like in the States, but here in Canada you know, someone like Andrew Yates, they might find are not criminally responsible. Do they have the same kind of a thing in the States? Yeah, I think so. Like the guy that, um, what was his name? The guy that beheaded the guy on the Greyhound bus out in, was it Saskatchewan or? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, he, um, he's free. I think yeah. he, he was, you know, he was to go to, obviously he was considered he's schizophrenic, uh, he was legally insane or not criminally responsible and a couple years later they said oh well he's um you know well managed now his, his mental illness is well managed and he's free out there now he has to he has some supervision that's like he's got to check in with his doctor and take his medications and all that yeah. kind of stuff but what the actual fuck come on yeah. this is where i think our country is too lenient Carla fucking Homoka. 10, oh, sorry, 12 years. 12 years! She's out in Quebec right now, married with children. Children! Married, out! I'm just going to leave it right there. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so, number six. Do you know what the McDonald's triad is? Nah. Big Mac, fries, and coke. That's the hangover triad. (laughs) Sorry, it's my McDonald's.
1: Big Mac, fries, go. Big Mac, fries, go. I have no idea what the McDonald's triad is. Okay. I'm gonna say it's like a a psychological triad of, of... you know, symptoms or things that people have.
0: When I tell it to you, you're going to know. So this theory was developed by forensic psychiatrist J.M. McDonald, And what he felt was a precursor or a sign of future serial killing or bad behavior was fire starting, bedwetting, and animal torture. Okay? Right, right. Now, even, so it's been debunked. That this, in fact, is not, you know, a precursor to serial killing. However, I mean, fire starting and animal torture is a pretty good indicator of future, scary future behaviors. Um, But even when he put it out, he wasn't, he was sort of like, I think this could be. He wasn't 100% convinced himself and, and himself. And there's been a lot of studies about it and it's been disproven. That it's not a thing. But it's still sort of out there. Um, and some people still believe that that's, you know, the accurate. So I did for a while. I was like, oh, yeah. They did this, this, and this. However, you know, that's not always the case. In fact, it's rarely the case. Okay. So number seven. Where does the term bad seed come from? I think this is really interesting. Hmm. So, you know, like... Oh, they're a bad seed. Yeah, They're a juvenile delinquent. Bad seed. Hmm.
1: I don't know. Um, okay, let me try and think of something. Bad seed.
0: Uh, nope, I got nothing. Okay. It's based on a horror novel written by William March called Bad Seed. And it was an award-winning novel also made into a play. And it's about an eight-year-old serial killer um therefore so she was a bad seed therefore moving forward that's that term has been used now as bad seed now I really want to get this book now <laughs> so I'm looking around for it Anyway, mm-hmm. I want to read bad seed okay now eight what is a male black widow called
1: hmm
0: male black widow
1: Hmm. Is it do I get a hint? Is it in the spider family still?
0: No, I don't oh. think you'll get it. Just because I didn't know. so I, I'm assuming you don't.
1: Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with something snake. A black asp.
0: <laughs> Not ass. Asp. Po the pea. No, he's called a bluebeard. A bluebeard. yeah. So, oh, my Barr Gil de <laughs> Ray. That was his name fought alongside of Joan of Arc and he killed hundreds of young men and boys, uh, in 15th century France. But that's not, I just wanted to give you a background of who he was, but he had many, many wives that just kept disappearing. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and one of the wives was like, okay, this, this is, you know, this doesn't, this is scary. And she went into an a uh, room that she was that he forbade her to go into. She went in, opened the door, and then the discovery of remains and you know s- you know serial killings were in the room and she's like, "Oh fuck, I don't know if they said that and 15th century France. Oh, uh, oh, married, married. (laughs) Um, and crappy married. Yeah. So she told her brother and a friend told her brother and they showed up at the house and murdered him. And he was like, he had a lot of money. So she inherited his estate and, um, all his money and then married the man of her dreams and lived happily ever after. (laughs) So that is what a male, um, Black what it was called a blue beard. A blue beard never heard that term did he have a blue beard well apparently he had like st- such black hair and his beard was so black it looked blue hmm. like it had you know anyway so okay blue beard yeah all right okay so next where is John Wayne Gacy's brain where where who is who is where is John Wayne Gacy's brain? Um, I will say the Smithsonian. No, it's not. But good good uh, choice. Uh, answer. Forengic, forensic, forensic psychiatrist Dr. Helen Morrison has it in a jar of form- formaldehyde in her basement since 1994. She spent over 50 hours um, interviewing John Wayne Gacy. And she believed that he was legally insane. So Gacy said he wanted his brain to be studied for science and they studied it and they saw nothing out of the ordinary with his brain. And then she she has it now in her, her basement.
1: I wonder if like new technology like MRIs and CTs that if they could look at it in a different way?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I think that it would have lit up in all the... wrong places are not lit up (laughs) um you know and just closer examination right now I believe that brain would just be mush because you know it's our brains are pretty much just gray jelly to begin with so um okay next what gift did John Wayne Gacy give to the OG profiler Robert Ressler what did he gift him with His clown nose? <laughs> his clown suit? <laughs> no, um, a painting of himself as Pogo the Clown. He liked to paint. Oh, God. And I believe That's some so of his creepy. paintings were sold, but then they put a law in place where um, killers can't make uh, a profit. Profit, off yeah. Of, and I think it's more, you know, just Good. criminals in general. Um, Speaking of creepy clowns, there's your little creepy yeah, clown right in front of you. I got a little um, action figure from my son for Christmas of uh, Pennywise. <laughs> um, you know what I didn't say? How much of a wonderful Christmas we did have. We did have a let's just slam this right in the middle of a serial killer.
1: <laughs> we hope you all had a wonderful Christmas yeah. too. We I did. We just, did. Have, it was very cozy and quiet, yeah. but it was nice.
0: My uh, with my amazing son and his girl, um, and Mary and me and Mabel and Mabel and Finn, meatball and Maggie. <laughs> The whole, the whole menagerie. Okay, so let's get back to this. Um, so, he gave him a painting of himself as Pogo. And then he wrote an, uh, um, an inscription on the back that said, Dear Bob Ressler, You cannot hope to enjoy the harvest without first laboring in the fields. Best wishes and good luck. John Wayne Gacy, June, 1985. So, Wrestler said to gacy well what do you mean by that and he said well mr wrestler you're the criminal profiler you're the fbi you figure it out so yeah Mm -hmm. okay so i know i've got a couple of gacy things here but i mean this guy ended up like uh he's like the quintessential psychotic serial killer so um, something interesting. He was at a, he was at a fundraiser dressed up as Pogo. And at the time, first lady Rosalind Carter, the, of, um, Jimmy Carter, um, was attending the fundraiser at the same time. Oh and there's a picture of God. her and him together. Oh my God. Horrible. I know. I know. So that was just, uh, interesting. Okay. 12. What newly, or what was used that was new for the time okay controversial forensic technique was used to convict Bundy so it was really a brand new... Oh,
1: I know this one because yeah. I think I watched the show with you. Okay. Uh, Bite Marks. Exactly. I got one right. I got you one right. I don't know you if you should be proud watch. of that or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember we were, when we were watching the Ted
0: Bundy tapes or whatever. Yeah. Okay. 13. What got BTK, bind torture, kill, serial killer, Dennis Rader, busted? In the long run, 30 years, he was out free. So what was, and he was seen as a loving husband and father, you know, he was a Cub Scout leader, scary. And he was also a church deacon. Mm, So what was it that got him busted? Mm, DNA? No. So this guy just, you know, wasn't getting enough attention. So he sent a letter on a floppy disk to the FBI and it was traced to the computer used at the church with his like, like his login. attached to <laughs> oh my god imagine 30 years free I mean he sh- I, I and then he had he's like I'm not getting enough attention and uh yeah got him got him busted attention so attention seeking behavior got him busted yeah <laughs> just ridiculous okay what famous serial murderer and doctor sold the skeletons of his murder victims Two medical schools. Hmm.
1: What was that guy in Chicago? In the yeah. World's, World's Fair guy. Yeah. H.H. Uh, H. H. Holmes. H.H. H. Holmes. I, yep. I, I, didn't say, know if I, you were I don't know. I wouldn't remember. But I mean, now right? you say that, I know the name, but I remember.
0: Oh, this like murder castle he built. It had like rooms and chutes and. What? Yeah. Like he would like dump a body down. It would go into a chute down to another, like into his basement where he would like. He had rooms that he would gas people in. Like an abattoir or something? Yeah, he was, like, absolutely absolutely insane. He's the ultimate doctor serial killer, and I think he's considered one of the first American serial killers and one of the worst. Did they ever, like, make a movie about him? I believe so. Yeah, he was in... uh, They did his character in American Horror Story. Um, um, What was it? The Hotel. And, uh, yeah, so so yeah okay number 15 so i got like a half a point there yeah I, i'd give you a whole point okay <laughs> you, you pretty much got it okay what voice did david berkowitz hear okay he's the son of sam that told him to commit his murders Hmm. i thought for a second
1: he was the unabomber guy but that's no no that's good son of sam um so what
0: did he say he heard a voice and well, it was telling him to commit the murders well usually it's you know god of course <laughs> no it was his neighbor's black lab harvey um okay and then when his defense lawyer was sort of like let's plead insane he's like no and he pled guilty and yeah was put away there's so much more to the son of <laughs> sam there's a documentary out uh, recently that indicates that there was more than one person involved in the Son of Sam killings, which is um, interesting, we should uh,
1: but he took credit solely by himself.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was years later. Was he executed or no? He got um, three hundred and sixty-five years. So I, I don't think he's gonna. Yeah. Okay. So, what is the nickname of Britain's worst serial killer? Peter Sutcliffe hmm.
1: I, I think I know this one but I just don't know like I know it I'll know it when you say it was there were you watching this is there a
0: thing a well, show you no know, I think I've watched every show exactly
1: no but I but there was one on like Sundance or something was that him
0: there are so many that I've watched okay. um I hmm. can't remember where I've watched them um
1: oh wait uh, gentleman something no no the
0: yorkshire ripper
1: oh okay no that wasn't what i was thinking
0: okay so these are kind of like you know nicknamey things because i just found it interesting and see if anybody i tried to find the more difficult ones so many of you are probably laughing like you call that difficult (laughs) well two okay albert DeSalvo was thought to be the famous blank his nickname what was his nickname Hmm, No, I don't know. Is this guy like a Latin American guy or something? The Boston Strangler. Oh, no. Actually, there was two of them. Okay. There was two Boston Stranglers? There was two- It was a- Copycat? No, it was a duo. Oh. They worked together. That's weird. Okay, so what was the nickname of Peter Curtin? He was from Germany. Uh, no, I don't know any German serial killers. Nicknames. (laughs) Nicknames. <laughs> he was known as the Vampire of Dusseldorf. Oh. Yeah. Why was that? He just... Whoa. um, he Whoa. Like, he, was, he was convicted it? of nine murders and 31 attempted murders. He was a sexual sadist and just all around, like, monster. And he tried or drank the blood of his victims. Right. So okay. that's why he was known. As the Vampire. All right, this one I'm thinking you can get. Richard Ramirez was known as the blank. Nice talker? Yes. Very good.
1: I got another one right. So is that like two and a half you got right? Yeah. Awesome.
0: Um, Okay, so Albert Fish. Remember me telling you about this guy? Mm, Yes. He was an old, creepy old man serial killer that loved to stick pins in his taint like he loved ouch i know he loved pain he was a cannibal he was a, a child murderer pedophile like you put all the the worst shit together and that's who Albert fish was okay so he was given three nicknames which one of these was he not given so three of them are right and one of them's wrong okay Okay. The Brooklyn Vampire, The Butcher, The Cannibal, and The Werewolf of Wisteria. I'm going to go with the first one. Nope. He One nickname that he was not given was The Butcher. Oh. Okay. Okay. Actually, you know what? I said Albert DeSalvo it was the Boston Strangler that he worked with someone else, and I'm wrong about that he did not i was getting him mixed up with this duo kenneth bianchi and angelo buono okay they were known as the hillside stranglers oh
1: i was just about to say that oh were you <laughs> yes okay I, i'll give you the I point like, for was
0: like, were they in california yes they were in california so i was wrong about that one okay i no, do i, I do bet you, remember you guys were like no You you don't know what you're talking about, Karen. (laughs) Um, Because everybody has that voice out there. (laughs) Okay. The next question. Trivia. Number 22. What was the nickname of the serial killer Dean Corll?
1: Mm, I don't know that guy.
0: The Candyman. A Candyman? Yeah. He raped tortured murdered at least 28 boys and young men between 1970 and
1: 1973
0: mm. and he had two accomplices that would help lure them in and actually one of those accomplice- accomplices actually sh- shot him um he was known- wait
1: the accomplice shot the candy man yeah
0: oh he was named the candy man because um he well this is sort of this is my part two so question 23 why was he called the Candy Man? Because he and his family had previously owned and operated a candy factory in Houston Heights, and he had been known to give free candy to local children. Hmm. Don't accept candy from strangers, yeah, people. Exactly. Um, I guess that's where, maybe that's where that term came from. Um, would from him lure them or something. Yeah. Um. oh well, he would off um offer some you know young man. Hey, you want a party? Like, remember this is 1970. People. Weren't there was a lot more trust, I guess, out there. And mm, it's like open, uh, yeah. Hey, you want to party? Yeah, sure, I'll party. Or he was he would offer like little kids a ride home, you know. Um, and a lot of the times they'll say, Hey, I know your mom and dad. They uh, they want to know uh, if I saw you to give you a ride home. So they they know how to use these like the whole puppy and you know want to take a look at the puppy kitten. They know they're sick fox and they just know how to lure kids in. Mm. Um, okay. This, I like, this is cool. Number 24. Which serial killer was the inspiration for the murderous character Scorpio in the 1971 film Dirty Harry? Hmm. I don't know that. Let me just think about that. So Dirty
1: Harry, there was, yes, I Clint was stalking him. I don't remember which,
0: what he did. Hmm. No, I don't know. The Zodiac Killer. Oh, okay. Like Scorpio or like... The Zodiac Killer, he terrorized San Francisco Bay Area, taunted the police with letters and phone calls. Number twenty-five. Which serial killer was the inspiration for the character Leatherface in the nineteen seventy-four film *The Texas Chainsaw Massacre*? Mm. He was also inspiration for Buffalo Bill.
1: Well, I was gonna say I was gonna say Ed Gein.
0: Yes. And, um, psycho, Norman Bates. Wow. So, yeah, Ed Gein. Um, 26. Which of the following factors is not used by criminal experts to classify serial killers? A, motive of killing. B, social patterns. And C, method of killing. Which is not, um which are one of the factors that are not used.
1: I'm going to guess motive, because sometimes there's... They're psychos, so how can you even have a motive?
0: Uh, Actually, it's method of killing.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Okay. I would have thought, because they usually have
1: like an M.O., right? Well,
0: you have to have motive to, you know, prosecute a case, so you need to like have an idea of what their motive is behind it. Okay, where did... Ten. Where did Ted Bundy work before he became a serial killer? A. Grocery store. B. A private clinic. C. A suicide prevention hotline.
1: Oh God. Well, you're gonna say like an accounting firm or something. Um. Wait. What were they again? Grocery store. Private Su- clinic. Private clinic.
0: And suicide prevention hotline. I'll go for suicide prevention. <laughs> yes, you are right. <laughs> oh God, that was a complete just so ridiculous. It is it's true. Oh God. Okay, twenty-eight. What famous serial killer was known as the giggling granny? The giggling granny. Yeah. So she was seen as this like ultimate grandmother, mother figure, jolly, happy, warm. you Norman, know. Norman Bates' mother. No. <laughs> um. She. Her name was Nanny Doss. She killed four husbands and, um, some of their children adopted children that she adopted when she married and some of her children and grandchildren actually died of all, um, not all of them, but the ones that did die were all of mysterious deaths. And she came from a really abusive background. She wanted that idyllic life. And when she wasn't getting it, she just, uh, she, she killed Killed their husbands, but I okay, fine, not not great, but to kill like the kids, mm. all right, like obviously. So she was known as the giggling granny. Nice. Would she like poison them or something? Probably. Yes. Um. That is what you know is likely suspected, but yeah, she poisoned them. Women, it uh, poisoning is a a common way that women kill. You know, it's it's not bloody, it's not messy, it's at arm's distance. It's not up close and personal so to speak okay so that's her 29 what serial killers last words just before they were getting electrocuted executed on the electric chair these were his last words see if you can think about what their name was hey fellas how about this for a headline for tomorrow's paper french fries end quote guy's name was james french
1: <laughs> well at least he can laugh about it uh no i have no idea who that is
0: okay not french i don't i don't know if a lot of people do all right german child serial killer Joachim kroll was a pedophile necrophile and cannibal he is just again one of the worst monsters to ever exist how was he captured? Okay. So you can imagine this guy, the, 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 the further and the longer that these um, killers go without being caught, the more they tend to, the more they do it, the sloppier they get, or they get really arrogant and cocky about it. Like they're never going to get caught. So on June 3rd, 1976, he was arrested for kidnapping and killing a four-year-old girl the police were going from home to home to look for the murderer and maybe find the girl. So his neighbor approached a policeman that was out walking around and told him that the waste pipe in his apartment building had been blocked up. And when he asked his neighbor, Joaquin Kroll, if he knew what was clogging up the pipe, he replied, guts. So he told that to the police. They went to his apartment and they found body parts in the fridge. A hand was boiling in a pan of water, a little hand, and intestines were found clogging up the pipes.
1: Oh, my God. That is just despicable. That,
0: I don't, I am not usually without words for things. But if, if you're going to look like the ultimate, like put together the ultimate monster, like sick fuck, you know, this guy was definitely one of them, is one of them.
1: Just like casually. Oh,
0: it's guts. Yeah, guts. Um. Okay. So that's it for the um quiz. Oh, Trivia. Okay. So add up your like points. Right. <laughs> and uh, if you can, tell me what you got. If you're on the Facebook page, just uh, tell me there. Um, or you can email me message me um, if you're not on the Facebook page it is Stat shocking traumas and treatments um, group and of course you've heard me say it many times before it's amazing people the best people in that group okay so what I, the next thing I wanted to do is I wanted to just do a recap over some of the cases that I did last year and I wanted to see what ones were the most popular and I was actually surprised by um by them so a covered dr andrew wakefield you know the uh godfather of fucking anti-vax and you know look at how it's still what the damage it's done i mean he started this whole movement all this all of this and then it just was you know perfect um for all the shit that's un unraveled since then
1: I just love how people now are just like, well, you know, I, I saw this on Facebook or whatever. Oh, can imagine yeah. some epidemiologist has spent like 10, 12 years getting their PhD going like, hello, yeah. do you not think maybe I'm the expert here? Like, how oh.
0: insulting. No, no, they're the expert. It just, as long as it fits their agenda, anything is, I don't know, I, 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 I can't get into it because I just get so incredibly irate now. Like I, I, I've had to like turn my head as much as possible. Um, Because, you know, where was I getting? I I tried to teach people. I tried to be reasonable and uh, and a moment uh, of education in a nice way, but they don't want to fucking learn. They, they're unteachable. You know, it's just, oh, well, this is an inconvenience to me. So fuck the rest of you. And I'm just going to say one more thing. One of the worst things, it's, it's a perfect explanation how people will double down and how they're so unwilling to admit to being wrong or to uh, let go of their agenda so family members they're saying don't their their loved one is getting very sick with with covid covid pneumonia that type of thing and you know, all you know other things like blood clots you name it so they're like don't go to the hospital they'll kill you there okay so when they get there they then the family members then start telling the doctors and nurses how they want their critically ill loved one to be treated. Well, don't give them this and you can't give them that, but I want you to give them ivermectin. So the doctors and nurses are constantly being inundated with phone calls from these psychopaths telling them how to treat. So you can imagine there's barely enough time to breathe, let alone take these these phone calls. And then they say, do not put them on a ventilator because the ventilator will kill them. So when the patient ultimately dies, they say that it was the hospital not giving the ivermectin and putting them on the ventilator that killed that person. Not getting the disease. So now all these lawsuits are are being put into place. What a fucking disaster. I I just... The logic in that just blows my mind. It's like, I'm diabetic and I haven't really taken great care of myself. I get a foot ulcer that I really don't know that's there because, you know, I can't feel it. Then I end up in the hospital getting my foot amputated. And it was the hospital's fault that my foot was so badly infected that I had to get it cut off. Like that's, that's the logic of it. Anyway. Okay. <sighs> Dr. Marcel Petiot. You remember mm-hmm. the French dude that took advantage of, um, uh, Jewish people during the Nazi Germany occupation. Okay. Ocu- yeah. it's just, uh, son of a bitch. Beverly Allett, mm-hmm. yeah, and Kimberly Saines. So Beverly Allett was the nurse that murdered the children in, uh, the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was Kimberly Sains from Texas who, um, w- was putting bleach in the dialysis machines. And then the Alpine Manor murder murders, um, manner murders, um, with, uh, Gwendolyn Graham and Kathy Woods. And then the one episode that really um, had a lot of listens was the Hardcore ER Family Massacre that I did. Now, I'm not going through all the things that I, that I put out. but uh, So the most popular was, you know, the Hardcore ER. But out, out of the other miniseries, the most popular of those was the Kimberly Sains one, which I found really fast. Like, I, I never would have expected that one to be as popular that it, as it was. And then next to that was Marcel Petiot and then Andrew Wakefield. And then, um, the Alpine Manor murders and then Beverly Allott So those, that's the case. I may, if you guys can let me know which one of those was your favorite and, um, and why that would be great. I'd love to know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's upcoming this year? Well, I'm going to finish Dr. Dale Kavanagh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to cover gender specific, um, diseases and, and cancers but in terms of well, or also in terms of mini series I've got these three that I'm definitely going to cover and then the rest I'm going to sort of decide Dr. Cream I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Cream he was a serial killer doctor yes, because you
1: got the book <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes Okay, serial killer from 1892. He killed in three countries, UK, Canada, and the US. And um, yeah, very fascinating case. So we're going to cover that dude. The next is the nurse, Donald Harvey. Um, so serial killer nurse. Leave it at that. I'm sure everybody's heard Donald Harvey. And then also Amy Archer Gilligan also known as Sister Amy. She ran the home for elderly people and chronic invalids. (laughs) So terrible what they would name these. Um, And she was the basis of the play and the movie and the book, Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, the book written by Joseph Kesserling. I love the movie. So, um, yeah. So his book, you know, made it, and then the play and then the movie. So uh, I just found her really... um, her case or what she did uh, horrific and kind of fascinating at the same time how she went about doing it so definitely covering those cases Um, I just don't want to cover cases that everybody knows about because everybody knows about it like for instance Donald Harvey I'm sure everybody knows about this case but I want to tell it from a very different perspective from my nurse perspective how how I see it Um, like the, this Amy Archer Gilligan, um, that ran this, this home. I want to tell it from how I see it from my, from a nurse perspective and how she went about killing them. So even though she's not directly a healthcare provider, she was providing healthcare. So, Mm -hmm. and then Dr. Cream, um, just because I like his name. I love (laughs) cream. (laughs) Honestly, I'm going to say something that I know is going to upset Lorraine and all my UK people. And I don't know, maybe even Australian, New Zealand people. Cream. Tea. That's going to make them mad. Just say cream and tea together. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't put cream and tea
1: no well unless we can put milk in tea sometimes i know but well, the thought do. of
0: putting cream in tea i know would u- upset <laughs> so um yeah anyway we're gonna leave it at that so that is today's episode i do want to give a thank you to one of my uh our new patreon supporters laura Duray. thank you so much for your support thank you to everybody that has supported me on patreon this year i really appreciate it you guys um it's helped out so much And continues to, um, thank you for everybody who listens, that's on the Facebook group, all of you that have um, left uh, reviews on iTunes, incredible. It's been, you know, one hell of a year, one hell of a year. And I think we've done well and we've, we're still here and we're, supporting each other standing by each other and loving each other so just keep it going you guys the holidays can be really really difficult i know like suicide rates go up depression loneliness it's it's huge what happens in terms of um the effects on mental health and just know that you guys are never alone okay even though you might feel that way you're never alone so on that note I don't know if 2022 is going to be much better in terms of COVID, that kind of thing. Maybe we're hoping this Omicron is going to, is a sign that it's, even though it's highly infectious, that maybe it's not as strong. Maybe it's fizzling out. We don't know yet, but let's Let's continue to kick ass. Let's continue to do what's right. Wear our masks, get vaccinated, wash our hands, um, not go to big events that kind of stuff let's just continue to love each other and love ourselves and support each other and on that note i'm gonna say happy new year
1: happy new year everybody
0: and let's just um let's just try to destroy 2022 and make it uh the year that we uh come back strong come back strong. And well, I mean, it's taken a lot of strength just to get the, through the last couple That's of years, true. but maybe, you know, maybe this is the year that we can see COVID fizzle out. I don't know. I'm just hoping.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Okay. So take care of yourself, take care of one another, and most importantly, love yourself. Peace. Peace. Well, True crime and it gets none realer Sometimes it'll be the cure that'll kill you Gotta watch out, yeah, you gotta watch your back Cause you don't wanna be another episode on STAT Thank you for tuning in, learn a thing or two These medical mysteries can be unbelievable Yeah, subscribe, make sure you do that So you'll be tuned in and be ready for the next show, STAT